0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. This is Andy, and I am here with Vengeance, Alec, <laughs> yes. Alec, yes. the Vengeance, Gilbert. Yes. What's going on, man? I
1: don't even. I don't even know. I don't even <clears throat> care. The, the Batman.
0: Yeah,
1: is what's going on. It I, is. I've had nothing but that movie running through my brain since Sunday, Sunday yeah. evening. Literally nothing but. Yeah. And. The more you like something or concentrate on it, the more you start to see it everywhere. Absolutely. I've been seeing nothing but, obviously, like Batman merch, Batman lists, Batman this, Batman that. It's all the Batman. There's interviews, people talking about it. It's literally everywhere, and I'm the least bit upset about it. In fact, I need more. Yeah. So, I don't know how you feel about it, but um, after we saw this, I... That's all I'm I'm involved
0: in. Yeah, I mean, so, again, when we saw it, uh, I was coming off of Absinthe from the day before. Right. So I was very ill (laughs) that day when we saw it, um, where it was like my eyes were shutting, not because I was bored with the film at all. Uh, It was definitely because, like, my body was shutting down. Yep. Um, But, no, watching the movie – for the record, uh, uh,
1: he didn't fall asleep. No, he didn't caught fall himself asleep. every time and knew yeah. everything happening. I, mean, I have to put that out there.
0: Yeah. So no, with the film, um, I think it's it's uncomparable to the other Batman's that we've seen.
1: Thank God you said that.
0: Um, because I was asked the question, "Who's the better Batman, uh, Pattinson or you know Robert Pattinson or Christian Bale?" Christian Bale. I was asked, and that. I said, "There's you can't." You can't combine them or put them... It's apples and oranges. It's a completely different storyline. It's not someone playing the same character where you could be like, who is a better Batman? Kilmer or Keaton? Keaton. Keaton was the better Batman. Who was the better Bruce Wayne? Kilmer. You can say that. For, can those, say for those guys, because those are pretty much the same movies.
1: Well, see, I, and I like that as my <clears throat> uh, Bat-flag argument sometimes. It's mm-hmm. the Bruce Wayne they wanted. Yeah. He... It literally was ripped right off the comic book strip. It it looked amazing. Right. His Batman, here and there, it's it's hit or miss. But more or less, his Bruce Wayne, Mm -hmm. you can't top that.
0: Right. And that's where you can go, again, you can go Affleck or Bale. And you can go, well, the better Batman was Bale. The better Bruce Wayne was Affleck. Um, So, again, we don't have anything to compare.
1: And we've said this about... The Joker film as well when Joaquin came out. Oh, yeah. We, we said, as a standalone, even comparing to Nicholson or Le- Ledger, mm-hmm. how do you compare his Joker to them? You can't, because yeah. you can't compare any of them.
0: <clears throat> um, yeah, with the Joker's a whole different story, because Correct. you can't right. compare any of right. them. Right. right. What you're saying, to to anything, because each one did a different portrayal of the Joker. The only thing we can agree on is Jared Leto's was garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That might actually be the first time we've actually out loud acknowledged him. Yeah,
0: he's the worst. He's absolutely the worst. I never want it to happen again. <laughs> um, it was cool after the Snyder cut, I will say that, because he wasn't – he had almost all the same stuff, but his hair was long, and it looked cooler.
1: And he, he was toned down on his yeah, personality.
0: agreed. Yeah. And you're like, okay, he's not as fucking gay as he was in The Suicide Squad. <laughs> so, um, So that question is unanswerable.
1: So what did you say? Is that what you told the guy? Yeah.
0: yeah, I said it's it's absolutely unanswerable. I was like, you can't compare them. And you can't compare this Batman movie to uh, another Batman movie. Um, and I think we both know, like, I'm very... Um, like straightforward about my thought process. Like I try to be intellectual on both sides. Like I understand both sides because you're a Batman
1: guy for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I am, I I love Batman and who's my favorite superhero out there. Um, along with many other people. But again, when I go to these movies, I'm like, yeah, part of me is like hyped, but the other part of me is like, okay, I want to go into this with a clear mind and like pick it apart, not in the worst way, but just pick it apart and be like, what do I like about these parts? You know? about these different things. Um, and again, I was so intrigued, uh, not on a, like, woohoo hoo level when I was watching it. I was intrigued of the mystery and the hunt of the on a level. Like, it felt very, like, early Daredevil when he's, like, doing the work of, like, hiding in the shadows and, you know, trying to figure out what people are up to, like the mobs are up to. Uh, these two important guys lead to this guy who's then going to lead to this guy, uh, and they're, like, finding evidence. He's almost
1: camping out getting information. <clears throat> yeah. As well as then physically getting his mm. information. Oh, yeah, but definitely. But he, he did a lot of reconnaissance.
0: Mm. And uh, another one was, like, uh, it felt very cat and mouse, like, uh, catch me if you can. You know, it was kind of like, I left you this little thing here, and now they find it and they go, okay, I'd like that. Uh, a better one would be, seven. obviously, seven. Yep. Um, which we've talked about, which I know you'll go into today, because I think there's a lot of great back and forth with that. Um, so watching it, I, if you are planning on watching fighting scenes in this movie, it doesn't happen. There's probably 20 minutes in total of fighting. Yeah. Of him whooping anybody's ass. The rest of it is him as Batman dressed up investigating murders. Crime scenes. Crime scenes. You know, clues that are left behind.
1: With a beautiful tension between him and the GCPD. Oh, yeah. An awesome tension. Absolutely. It is so beyond amazing.
0: Yeah. And like I said, when you put all those pieces together, it was a great detective thriller. You know, it wasn't a Batman movie that we needed. It was one that we deserved. <laughs> Honestly, perfectly played. Yeah. Uh, so, how did you feel? I, obviously, I know you're pumped about it, but like, what were your big takeaways?
1: So, these are the movies again that um, yeah, made
0: us Netflix.
1: Nice. What's up? Cheap plug. <laughs> no problem. That'll cost us. A <laughs> bit. It's, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, going into these movies as you do, <clears throat> I again am walking in as the biggest fan. However, it's Hollywood. I know it too expect out of that so i have to Mm. every always take these movies with a grain of salt but still walk in with expectations yeah my expectations were set pretty high and i don't like to do that for these movies based off the trailers and the stuff but this is our boy but this is our boy as well and
0: batman not robert pattinson but he's our boy now.
1: but as you said i was hammering this in so hard and Mm. you just wouldn't take it until a fucking trailer popped up yeah and that was it for you
0: yeah yeah, I think uh, I think with seeing Pattinson the first time in a trailer, uh, and then obviously when you told me about like the interviews he was doing, that he was taking this very seriously, I, I was behind it.
1: Um, so I I went into this excited as all hell, but <clears throat> ready for. It didn't even feel like going to see a superhero movie. It didn't feel like going to see a Batman movie. I was going to see a suspenseful thriller. Yeah, a whodunit. Yep. Yeah. Just a guy in a costume as the lead character. Mm. So, okay. So, sitting throughout the uh, the movie, I I, it was one of the few where we didn't even tap each other on the arms or the shoulders. I think we were so immersed in what was happening. Yeah, there was so much detail to pay attention to. Uh, There was because I'm sitting here trying to figure out these riddles. Mm. I'm an idiot. (laughs) They were so easy, and I was like, uh oh. Yep, nothing. Eli still fuck. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. Eli still cool. I got twenty four. Like, what's better with value when you have none of them? And it's like, Kroger friends.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I,
1: I've gone through this. So, but sitting there trying to figure these out, kind of play Clue almost as you're going through. The oh movie. yeah, you got your notepad. You're like, oh shit, man, that guy's clear. Like, oh well. Definitely not pointing towards that, mm. but really watching him get down and dirty with the cops, showing up on crime scenes. They're like, "This is fucking evidence, and don't touch this." And he's like, "You know, Gordon, Detective Gordon's like, he's my boy." And they're like five minutes, get the fuck out of here. Get when we saw the tension build, which was so cool in the movie. I like seeing that young, inexperienced Batman. Uh, throughout the whole thing, yep. Um, gadgets weren't high tech. He didn't have his utility belt. Nothing Things crazy. were built into his wrist. Really, really cool. The yep. grappling hook, like right there, he could just flip it out. Like that's awesome. You know, kudos. Yeah. I agree. The details of that kind of stuff is everything to me too. Anything mm. I could see of his suit, I'm trying to look <clears> at. base <face throat> it, what's moving, what's not, what's detachable, what's not think it's pretty bulletproof, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's what I really, really – He took a lot of bullets. That's what I really liked because in the moment, he's taking them and he's still coming after these guys, mm. which uh, image-wise is going to scare the piss out of you on top of anything. Yeah. Then when the bad guys are done, he takes a knee. He yeah. might fall to the floor. He's sighing. He's gasping. He's feeling it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He
1: can't let that be shown while he's doing his deed. Right. But he feels it for sure, mm-hmm. you know? Um, another aspect I like was the Bruce Wayne we got, mm. young, not sure of himself, nope. a complete recluse, a loner, an asshole, a, a complete cock. Yeah, yeah, complete
0: cock. He didn't have the appreciation for the people he had around him that we've seen with an older Batman going into like the animated series um, and even the movies, and then even going into Batman Beyond. When he becomes an old man at that it's point. almost like
1: he doesn't allow himself to be attached to anything. Right. Yet, when it comes down to it, all of a sudden, that attachment means everything. And you do need people in your life. Oh, yeah. You I do mean, need people watching, excuse me, your back.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, watch Death in the Family. I mean, it's a great animated movie. It's one of the best. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are ones that show the weakness of Batman because he got close with, you know, his sidekicks or Nightwing. Um, you know, going back to Tim Drake and everything, and even Damien, his son, um, which are all unfortunate weaknesses, but like, you know, he falls, he falls for it because he's human.
1: Yes. Everybody else has something against him, kryptonite <coughs> and such, you know, fire for Aquaman, I'm sure. No. But, <laughs> but, uh,
0: not fucking a fish for a week.
1: <laughs> but, you know, everybody's got their weakness and Batman also likes to think he never has any and. Um, he himself is his weakness.
0: Yeah, Which is a,
1: a, an awesome part of it, again, because who is our biggest weakness as people? Oh,
0: as ourselves. Um, and I think that's what makes him, and we've talked about this before, one of the, the most, most
1: relatable person. relatable,
0: yeah, superheroes.
1: Um, very easy to tie into him. So, oh, definitely. I want to talk about the different aspects, so I'm not going to break the film down. I want to say what I thought about it was, this was the Batman movie I wanted to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got to see... A detective movie from the world's greatest detective, and also on his again his early stature. He's yeah. year two here.
0: Not good. He's not that great of a detective. He was not that good at all.
1: He had some cool technology. Spoiler but he alert: also didn't have everything he yeah. needed to figure stuff out.
0: Spoiler alert: he lost. Like he kind of won, but he lost.
1: And I want to get there too. <laughs> um, so all in all, man, it was. I will say it because in my eyes, this is what I see. This was the best Batman film to date. Strictly because I love the tone of it. Mm. I love the palette, the, the color palette they chose, the story they decided to tell. And again, the biggest thing was Batman being the detective. Yeah. Not beating up baddies <clears throat> to eventually fight the bad guy for a boss fight. Yeah. And we all go home happy. Yeah, I've seen it a thousand times. hmm There's a reason why comic books have lasted this long, and that's because that's not every fucking story.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, um, I definitely understand where you're coming from, and we talked a little bit about it, where I said, um, I think it was us that talked about it, maybe it was with the other guy I was, Uh, but what I said is, when you can't compare, you know, Christian Bale to this Batman, because it's uncomparable, and I want to say this is the best Batman movie I've seen to date, but... To me, it's not. The Dark Knight is uh, a masterpiece, mostly because of Heath Ledger. Um, I think Paul Dano playing uh, the Riddler in this movie is real fucking close, because he was terrifying, oh, and he, I thought he, he pulled the role. Show. He stole the he stole the show, but also he like stole the role. And, I mean, it was everything. He just has that creepy boyish look.
1: I read something that one of the takes <laughs> with him, uh, they did over 200 takes of a scene mm. uh, because Paul Dano wasn't satisfied.
0: Yeah. I, meaning,
1: I can believe meaning that. whatever, I don't know what take it was, yeah. but I would love to know because all of his, I mean, long-winded scenes, too. Oh, yeah. He got down to talking. He was talking. Yeah. But then to throw in those type of inflections and in certain words and just kind of had a lunacy to him where mm. he'd lose control and then come back into it almost like like he's losing his mind and then he'd come back to yeah the, uh, unreal, yeah unreal. It was like borderline schizophrenic he seemed mm-hmm. and he w- wasn't at all.
0: Yeah, and I think that has a lot of playoff like Heath Ledger's Joker because Heath Ledger's Joker was very uh, intellectual. Yes, and he talked intellectual, but then he would have those moments where he kind of spurt out and get all uh Amanda, Amanda, when she gets all excited, she yeah. gets all movie and around, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's just you. Like you get that excitement built up, and yeah, you become you animated. kind of going right. You become animated. Where um, him, it was like he would get in these long winded things and just get creepier. It was like, and then he would like have like a creepy laugh or something where he would or, like, get, how he schizophrenic.
1: Would, how he would hang on a word very long. Oh yeah, and then snap back into it like a bowling ball. Oh, And then yeah. you get back into a speech, you're like, oh.
0: I mean, the whole thing is. where he says Bruce Wayne in the jail. I mean, he starts out with saying Bruce Wayne extremely long, goes into a monologue, and then creepily says Bruce Wayne very long again. Yep. Uh, and then goes right back into a conversation. Um, so I think Paul Dano stole the show and is is just as close, or he's very close to being – what Heath Ledger was to um, the Batman world and and Christian Bale's Batman, Christopher Nolan's Batman, I should say. Um, But I said, if you were to put like, um, I was like, if you want to compare them, like Batman Begins is a great movie. It's a great start to the Christopher Nolan series. And I said, the Batman was a great start to this series, but I think it had a better villain. I think the villain was better portrayed And I think Batman was better portrayed only on the fact because I've never seen this kind of Batman before. Um, But I still hold Batman Begins in high regard because it was the start of a great saga. Yeah. Um, But I would definitely be like, you know, I think both movies are on par, but also the Batman being a little bit higher. Um, It's going to come down to me for that second movie. To be like, now I can kind of compare, like, because then you kind of have to be. You have to. You know, you're like, all right, they made three movies, this one's going for two or three. Uh, I kind of have to make that somewhat comparison, um, even though it it hurts my soul to do it, (laughs) because they're not the same movies.
1: Well, because one trilogy has held that throne Mm -hmm. alone. Right. Because it was, it came out, Nolan said, this is a standalone. Mm-hmm. This, I want to tell a story. And, he did. and then I'm done. Yeah. And he did exactly that. And it's never been done outside yeah. of that. Yep. Which is why it's so hard to even ask to compare that to you and think you could compare that. Because mm. being a standalone, again, puts it in its own world. And yeah. then now Matt Reeves coming out here and saying, this isn't canon with anything that DC has put out. This is my story. Yeah oh I remember a guy that did that once too right and things turned out pretty fucking well for that yeah um <clears throat> I want to know because this isn't just Batman involved in this movie mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of respect to be thrown around here 100% <sighs> Zoe uh Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman Colin Figg Eyebrows Farrell as the <laughs> Penguin <laughs> And since I never remember his name, I call him Sector 7 yep. as Falcone.
0: Not I call him the guy from Zohan.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: We should look uh, up his Jesus name. Yeah. The Jesus from Big
1: Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to start with Zoe because unreal that I even read that she wasn't even allowed to read for the uh, Dark Knight series because they claimed that she was too urban.
0: Which is ridiculous. And
1: didn't even let her even try to read lines. They just looked at her and said no. Now, umpteen years later, she gets cast as our Catwoman, and I don't know. I'm sorry, as Selena Kyle, and then as Catwoman, dude. Her figure, it, her figure. First off, she's a small, lanky little thing. She's got length, though. John Turturro. John Turturro, thank you. She's got length to her, even though she's... She's <clears throat> short. Short.
0: She, she seems short. She's long. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's got that limber, fluid motion to her. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal watching her creep out that yeah. first night off that, that catwalk, if Agreed. you will. Yep. Um, your thoughts on her... Especially yeah. her first scene.
0: You know what? Um, fuck it. I'm glad she didn't make it in that, you know, the first 100%. round. Uh, I think she was perfect for this role. Um, I liked the Catwoman that was portrayed of uh, being the daughter of um, Falcone. I thought that was, I think it's a great storyline. It's a deep and cut it, story. It, it is a deep cut story. Um, I think they just recently did it in one of the animated movies, uh, but it was more, more of a recent one. But it comes from the comics back before. Uh, but I think that's a great storyline. I think it adds more oomph to, like, why she's doing what she's doing. And uh, and then giving Falcone more of a reason to be in this movie than just, I'm a bad guy and the Batman doesn't like me, you know? Um, so it gave him more purpose, which made, gave the story more purpose, which then got you more invested in her character.
1: Which gave her character all kinds of purpose.
0: Oh, agreed. You know, it was instead of just being like the – which it always is is she's the criminal, but you know has a soft spot for Batman or falls in love with
1: Batman and vice versa.
0: right. Um, they gave her just a little extra piece from a a deep kind a deep cut kind of pull and uh, I very much liked that, and I thought Zoe Kravitz did a great job. I believed in everything she you know was saying in the movie uh, the costume outfits were great um, again, not making her costume that crazy she was definitely just in like spandex it was and, like a
1: like um if you were a like a motorcycle rider it was basically a one fit leather zip up
0: right you and then she just had a beanie uh, beanie, a beanie that she the cut in the middle cup. yeah and that was her her catwoman thing and i i loved it it was simple it was perfect um she was in the movie just enough i didn't need a whole love story between them i didn't need um uh, you know anything wild i just don't get me wrong anna hathaway was okay but i just didn't care for her character because it just didn't mean much to me uh where this one felt more grounded um and definitely meant something to the story instead of just being that that woman that's there it's Catwoman, you know
1: it's cool too that she needed she wanted batman's help just finding her friend and such, yeah, um, and
0: just as much as he needed her, help. just as
1: much as he needed her, obviously he refused to believe that at the time. But right. it's, it's cool because as the movie goes on, he realizes like even if he doesn't want to help her for her reason, he's Batman. He's going to do what's right. He's yeah. still secretly helping her for her reason too. Because of course they get they're going to get to the same point that they both mm-hmm. need to. So yeah, I. She was perfect. Yeah, and again, I think she was great. Uncomparable. I won't compare oh, yeah. Pfeiffer to, to her at no, all. Different, no. different world, yep. different director. Yep. Can't do it. Yep. Here's one that surprised me. Because I have to say it. He mm. was great. He was.
0: He was. I, he was already I already know awesome. where you're going. He was awesome. He was.
1: Colin Faggot Eyebrows Farrell.
0: Surprisingly, he didn't have any eyebrows.
1: Absolutely killed it as yeah. the Penguin. He did and his first show on screen. And throughout the film but really that first one. I thought the credits are lying. cuz that's not Colin Farrell.
0: Doesn't look like and, him. Like, there's, there's no
1: peace. There's nothing out of that face or voice that says none. That's, that's Colin Farrell. Booth. Yeah. It's that's no. the guy from American Outlaws. Yeah. It's not. That's not. But it is. Yeah. Yeah, What'd he's you think? it's What'd you think?
0: He's undescribable in that movie. Um, I, I
1: want your thoughts first, because... No,
0: I, I do. I hate Colin Farrell with a passion. Like, I will not see it. There was that movie, The Gentleman, that came out, and that I think, like, did okay with, like, McConaughey, and I uh, fuck that guy, too. Ooh,
1: sounds like a whole bro stash. It guy, was. It
0: was, like, McConaughey, Colin Farrell, and some other faggots. And I was just like, I can't see it. I will never see that movie, because I hate most of them. Um, but I think I said it on this podcast, and with you, that when we saw the third trailer where uh driving away and screaming i got you i got you but find the fireball um because you get a really good close-up of that and then you hear his voice you get to hear his voice more because you see it in the first trailer like quickly he was in
1: a second yeah yeah
0: and the second trailer they showed a little more but they didn't really talk he didn't say much or he said like a word Mm -hmm. and you're like okay like whatever but then that third one is like uh he kinda has that speaking role where you kind of see his whole part uh in the chase. And I went, I can't tell that's Colin Farrell and I'm I believe that is the penguin. Like I'm fully that's a great penguin. Um he wasn't overdone. I like the homage they did to Penguin, uh when he was cuffed at his ankles and hands and he waddled like he a waddled penguin. Waddled like a
1: penguin. <laughs> um, like it was stupid,
0: great. but I was like again I That's what I want out of this world. I want this dark, gritty, because this is DC, don't make the laughs right there, you know? You don't have to make them verbal, anything. It was literally a two-second, if that, him just waddling twice. And you're just like, ha, all right. And then you moved on and you were back in the story (laughs) instead of watching Justice League where – uh, Batman's like, we're gonna wake up Superman, and Barry Allen's like, <laughs> hope he doesn't see you
1: first, bud. And you're like, this is terrible. This is the worst. Or like man. in uh, Batman versus Superman, she with you? I thought she was with you. Yeah, you're like,
0: bah, bah, bah. Uh-huh. it was terrible. And terrible
1: like, timing delivery. Everything was off.
0: Yeah. And I know there was a few moments in that, in the movie we, we that we giggled. giggled.
1: We laughed a couple times.
0: Yeah. But then and I can't tell you when it was nope. because they weren't major points. It was
1: just a moment of being like, <laughs> you know. Because they were like one little, it was like a quick zinger that you yeah. didn't see coming.
0: Or like him punching Gordon. I laughed at that because I was like, that was brutal. Because okay, like, Gordon's there's like. There's one like line hitting.
1: I can remember. There's a one line I can remember. You could have at least pulled that punch. I did. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. And you <it> <laughs> like. That's solid.
0: You know, there was no funny undertone to it. It was just funny because you're like, oh, shit, yeah, he's Batman. <laughs> Plus,
1: in any scene, too, with the Penguin, it's going to be, like, probably giggle worthy only because he plays it as the trashy, fucking cheeky, smart-talking asshole that he is. He's got a remark for everything. I agree with that. Even but after I... he got slapped around a little bit oh, yeah. and Batman's on his way out, he's still talking shit. Yeah. I... Great portrayal as the penguin. Oh, and it made me
0: respect the penguin. And it um, It definitely still made me. Because he's not a kingpin. Intimidated. Because he's not yeah. a kingpin. Right.
1: I liked. I the, was intimidated by it. I kind of liked the. I, lo- I love. They didn't give him a monocle. But a- around his right eye, he had. Like, like a two scar. Badass scars. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That they didn't give us that look. But again, they gave a. Excuse me, like an homage to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Of like, hey, we all know he wears something in his eye. Yeah. I also very much liked it that he <clears throat> sort of had an Arkham vibe to him.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. With
1: the ragged ass, like, scarred up pizza face almost, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, all divots everywhere. And then again, with the eye thing. Yep. You know, when I first played Arkham and I saw Penguin with the bottle in his eye, mm-hmm. coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I agree. They made him very gross and that kind of guy in this movie. Mm. And he looked great. Yep. He wore the fly ass suits. He had his little gimp. Yep. And he was a powerful son of a bitch. I running agree. arms, running drugs, at the warehouses. Like that's yep. that's I love that penguin. I love the crime boss aspect.
0: I agree. And um, I I was proved wrong. I, I think he did a fantastic job and I can't wait to watch the show, to be honest.
1: And that that's another thing is him hopefully we get to see this rise of the penguin and, and maybe meet some other people along yeah, the way. I definitely. mean, the, the Mad Hatter, you can go a drug route too with, because what would make sense other than having people trip balls in a wonderland. Right. Instead of some weirdo. Right. You know? Yeah. And so like, you could go routes with this to build off of this. Yeah. Plus it's a limited series. Yeah. Which is very cool. We don't need the ongoing. Mm. Like, give us a story that you want to tell. That's right. going to get us again to the next to point. To the next point.
0: Yep. Agreed with that, and um, I know we have a lot to say once, like we get towards the end of this, because the end of the movie has something. Um, so I'll hold my tongue there. But go back. Uh, I know we're probably gonna the next character. You're probably gonna ask me about.
1: It's Falcone. Yeah. Because it's uh, you know, as a normal Batman fan, I I never knew them. Yeah. I watched my first animated film and learned immediately about crime families. Mm. I wa- I played Arkham and learned immediately. Who these crime families were. Mm -hmm. Never knew them prior to this. Yep. They are so intricate to what Gotham City is and was and has now Mm -hmm. become in the world that we live in now that Batman now exists in. Yeah. It's literally because of these two fucking families. Yep. Maronis are cashed away at this point because of Falcone. Yep. The only time I've ever seen a Falcone... (laughs) Or Maroney, for that matter, was in the show Gotham. They were very heavy on those stories
0: because... Yep. Christopher Nolan had uh, Sal Maroney in that. Oh, okay.
1: So he had mm. Um The show Gotham, I believe, had both families. Yeah. Very, very cool to see. Mm. But they're so intricate to this early crime world of Gotham. Yeah. Everybody feared Falcone. Mm. He was almost a ghost, even though you knew he was alive. Oh, yeah. He was a ghost. Mm-hmm. I've never known anything about the guy. And to get in with him and watching him do his work. Oh, for sure. And then the deep world um, relationship he had with the Waynes and stuff yep, from back in the day. Very intricate storytelling. Very much reason as to why we follow the stories we did. Yeah, Why Batman took some roads he did.
0: Mm. And I like that, too, when uh, they mentioned the storyline of... Uh, how Falcone Knew the Waynes. I was like, oh shit, I just watched that animated movie like uh, like a couple months ago. And I was like, I never knew that was a storyline that they ever played. Yeah. And um, to see it there, it was cool just to be like, oh shit, they pulled another thing out of a deep, uh, cut. A deep cut of a respected animated and then comic, you know, uh, a comic thing where Thomas Wayne obviously was a surgeon and ended up helping uh, the Falcone family at that time. Uh, and saved Falcone.
1: That's so That's so cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And then ha- basically, you know, that's like an IOU one. Oh, yeah, and basically. So, and we learned that Falcone gave him an IOU, yep. which isn't what he asked for. But Thomas Wayne being the, you know, and that's what I like too. Is they, Thomas, the Waynes, you just looked at him always as these billionaire parents. And poor them, they got shot in Crime Alley. Yep. Uh, and Bruce was left alone. A lot of these different stories coming out now, man. Like Every time you hear about Thomas Wayne, he was dirtier than fucking shit. Yeah. Dirtier than a pig and shit. And here he's protecting his family. Mm-hmm. But that meant he went to the worst person to do so. Right. And now you're basically indebted to them because they did you a favor. Even though it's a returned favor, you're still now in debt to them. And right. It's a complete.
0: Because Falcone went too far and took seize of an opportunity that... Uh wasn't supposed to happen, basically. Correct.
1: And then can hold that over based on power. Yep. Because guess what? Now I have a secret. Great story. Again, great storytelling. Yep. But Thomas Wayne got to live his perfect image life after that. Definitely. With his perfect little family, run for politician, do whatever mm. he wanted to. Crazy, crazy, crazy imagery. Yeah. Because I've never seen the Waynes painted like that
0: before. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Waynes have never really been
1: Not, not too much of a spotlight.
0: Right, there there's never been a storyline of, you know, the Batman stories uh, that we've seen on the biggest screen.
1: No, in a short story, if you ask somebody how Batman started, it's like, well, his parents get shot, and then he becomes Batman. Right. You, know. you, you nailed it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but no, uh, John Turturro as um, Falcone, I remember when it first got announced, I said, maybe. I was like, I, I, I just see him always as the funny guy. You know, he's always
1: that oddball, character.
0: the oddball character, funny and everything. But I was like, maybe he can, you know, I maybe I'm I'm going to be wrong, but maybe he can do it. And I think as soon as I saw him on screen, because the first time we see him is in the club um, when he tells Zoe Kravitz that he hasn't seen her in a while. And he just has this he has these sunglasses on, but just has this deadpan face. Yep. And just a dead feeling inside. Like yeah. when you see him, you're like, I'm uncomfortable. Because he feels very dead inside. And he should. He's a mob, he's a crime family, you know, mob head, basically. Um, and that anytime you have words with him, you probably should be terrified. And that's exactly how I felt. And I forgot about him being the funny guy. I forgot about him being in those comedy movies like Uh, The Zohan movie and, you know, Big Lebowski, everything like that. But he has such
1: a calm coolness to him. Oh, yeah. It's uncomfortable of how calm he played that character. Yeah. Because he wants you to feel okay and safe, and you're actually talking to the unsafest person you can.
0: He reminded me of, you know, any kind of De Niro in any mob movie where they're like, that guy's the coolest guy in the room, but I would never want to fuck with him. Like, I just wouldn't do it. Like, he just has that calm – he had that calm, cool feeling, but you're like, there's dead behind those eyes. It's like weird death.
1: that you – it's like a – it's almost like having a false sense of security when when you're in their presence because you're honestly in the most secure spot you can be mm. if you're on the right side of it. Oh, yeah. And most people aren't. So you're literally thrown to the fishes as yeah. chum – thrown to the sharks as chum. And you got to try and walk out the other way. Yeah. Very, very unnerving when he was on. It was. Because anything, like you said, when you're having words with this guy and stuff, I mean, anything you say can easily be twisted, taken wrong, and
0: Mm. that's it. And that's why I hung on every word that he said. You know, I was just kind of like, is this where it's going to happen? Is this where it's like he's going to fucking snap or pull out a gun or have someone shoot him or something like that? Um, It just – it felt creepy and – he was a smug piece of shit, and I loved every second. Of I
1: loved every second.
0: You know, and because uh, I don't
1: like the, I don't like the over, uh, over portrayed like in the limelight, powerful mob boss type dude. I yeah, mean, like I said, he was a ghost. Mm. Even though he, everybody knew he's alive and well, and in charge. Yeah, he's a ghost. Yeah. Love that. Love that, love that, love that. Have people do your dirty work. You sit up in your penthouse all day. You control it from the top in your club mm. and just do you. Yep. That was so neat. Oh, I agree. Because it was like, nobody's that. gotten to this guy. How haven't they gotten to this guy? Yeah. Because he makes it for you not to get him.
0: Oh, definitely. And like I said, I the portrayal was fantastic. and uh, I wish we could see more of him. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I want to give a quick nod to um, Alfred as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Andy Serkis is fantastic in anything he's in.
1: I, I'm Obviously just fantastic. But he did a great, great Alfred. Very different relationship, too, we got to see there. Yeah.
0: And, again, that was another aspect which we've talked about, which I enjoyed because it wasn't the, you know. He's
1: very comfortable with Alfred. He can always fall back on Alfred. Right, but there wasn't the Alfred's fun
0: banter. With Christian Bale and Michael Caine, great banter back and forth. Um, The old know, guy
1: with Keaton and Kilmer and all, right. he always had something to say yeah. to put Bruce back in his spot.
0: Right. And then all of a sudden, you had this one, and it was just like, fuck you, Alfred. Like
1: I was like, yeah, man, I get it. Like, how many times we heard, you're not my father, and Alfred, yeah. like a fucking scolded dog, was like, I know. Yeah. Like, would you quit treating your boy like that? Yeah. Until something happened. Yeah. And that was a nice turnaround. I really oh, yeah. like that, because, again, I... I looked at you and said, how crazy is it that we watched a movie of a character we were so fucking familiar with and known for so long, and you gave him character development. Yep. And it made sense and worked. Right. Unreal. Because like we said,
0: we've seen the same story a hundred times. Don't get me wrong. I love love that same story a hundred times, besides the pearls, you know. Uh,
1: I think that was our biggest reaction time in the theater, too, was – was when the bomb went off. Oh, yeah. Uh, both of our hands went to our face. Yeah. I think that was the biggest reaction. I was like, take
0: anyone but Alfred. <laughs> like, literally.
1: I don't think, yeah, I don't think we breathed until we saw the hospital. Yeah. And it was like,
0: okay, yes. Yeah. I think that was the only time we might have touched each other. Like, we kind of just gave each other elbows at yes, that moment. i yes. just like, oh, thank God. <laughs>
1: like, yep, yeah, yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't close, close to crying in this movie, but that would have been – oh the moment if it happened
0: oh yeah if um, there was a a crying over a grave
1: it would have been that yeah. yeah
0: i would have been like i we haven't even had that much screen time with this man and i was already and he's involved. also
1: one of my favorite alfreds already and then you're just gonna yeah. pull the rug
0: yeah he was a great alfred uh again i still love michael Caine.
1: yeah you were talking about some pearls earlier i'm sorry about that we were no that's about alfred funny. and stuff and you mentioned i don't know Let's not talk about Pearls,
0: stuff. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I agree. We're going to talk about the second Pearls in a second. Um, but, no, I love I love Michael Caine as Alfred. I thought he was fantastic well, in all three movies. He's,
1: even as older as he gets, he's still he's fine so line. sharp. He's so sharp yeah. on top of his game, you yeah. know, you'd still think he's only in his 60s. The guy's good.
0: Yeah. He's like Judi Dench, you know, just a supreme actor who's old.
1: It never goes away. And, and any if you, know,
0: you give them, you're like, wait, Michael Caine's in that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I I loved – again, I loved every character. And, and I know we talked about a little bit in the beginning, just the Riddler, Paul Dano, um, doing an excellent job. Uh, but hitting the end of this movie was the most frustrating because we get this moment where the Riddler's in jail. He starts talking to someone And I'm like, all right, who could this be? And then, of course, he drops the line of, like, uh, first you're up and then you're a clown. And I was like, are we really fucking doing this again?
1: Oh, and then he laughs a little bit, too.
0: (laughs) It was, and it's confirmed to be the Joker. And I'm so irritated. (laughs) 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 I'm tired of it. It became, as we can now call it, Pearls 2.0. Because it's the character they want to use constantly every time. And Batman has such a great rogue's, uh, gallery. rogues gallery. Thank you of of bad guys. There's so many other people that We've are interesting seen, that you can use. I was talking
1: about this uh, with somebody at work, and the first name that came out of their mouth was Calendar Man. Oh yeah, I've never talked to this kid about superheroes in my life. I don't yeah. know. This was just yesterday. Mm. Never talked to him about this shit in my life. First guy he mentioned was Calendar Man. Yeah. A, you know how impressive that is to talk to a random. Yep. And B show some fucking respect to one of the most cynical motherfuckers in the Batman world. Agreed. Being the count. I've never known anything about him other than he's already always locked up <laughs> and speaks in little tunes and yeah. has all the dates around his head. Yeah. Other than that, man, I know nothing of the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, all of his crimes take place on holidays. holidays. And, um, I, he's just an intellectual person and he would be so fun to explore.
1: Because when it comes to the Batman world, we're not looking for superhero fights and battles. Yeah. I want a mind against a mind. Yeah. Because that's essentially what it is. You have to outsmart the Batman. Yep. Not outfight him, outsmart him. Right. Because he's going to eventually outsmart you and take you over. Mm. But it all comes from the brain first and then physical. Yep. So if you get somebody like Zaz or a calendar man... Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's why the Riddler was the perfect start for this.
0: Oh, yeah. And like I said, I, you have Poison Ivy out there. Again, you said Zazz, Calendar Man. I mean, you can just go as stupid as Polka Dot, man, and just not make him dumb. Like, you know, uh, there's – it's just ridiculous. I mean, there's the Mad Hatter. Uh, Scarecrow would we be another great Clay one to come back. Clayface would be the fucking ultimate because then it's like you never know who Clayface is. Like, he's always portraying himself as somebody else, you know? And you could make that a super masterful masterful story of him, like, always being on the inside and really fucking with Batman or Bruce Wayne uh, and just have him be a complete mindfuck of, like, he thought he just talked to this person, but now they're coming up and, like, you know... You could do all those weird things and make him think he's just going insane. Or you could do that with, like, a a Scarecrow Clayface kind of mix Yep. where you kind of like the gaskets into the room. He doesn't know it. You know, Clayface portrays himself as, you know, someone that means a lot to, to Bruce Wayne or Batman. Um, I should write these fucking movies. <laughs> like, <'cause laughs> there's so many good things you can do. And, uh, I just think they wasted on always trying to bring in the Joker. The
1: only thing I liked about the portrayal of said Joker we got, um, It looked like he had a weird mohawk, different. Unless they gave him the old school pompadour receding hairline, then that would be crazy. Yeah. Uh, But I was trying to figure out the face a little bit, and I didn't see any, like, real deformities. Couldn't even see maybe a shine of white, light paint, whatever it was. But I liked how he was talking because, again, he wasn't just some psycho-ass path clown that got locked up. The way he was talking, he had knowledge behind what he was saying Mm. intellect behind he was saying he also because again we're so early on this does not sound like a high-profile joker there's no headlines that the joker has been locked up there's no mention of this guy getting locked up he's just another fucking weirdo in gotham right now just like if he locked up the penguin it's only oswald cobblepot right nicknamed the penguin yeah just going by penguin yeah so this is these guys are new yep So the Joker's just locked up because he's just locked up.
0: Right. Uh, Got caught by so, police or something. So he you could know? be... And that's the thing. It. Batman and him could have not have met yet.
1: Again, there's then. a good point too because he was in there... Because Batman, there's a deleted scene of Batman, I believe, visiting said visitor in Arkham. Mm. I don't know if he visited the Riddler or if he visited Joker, but I'm pretty sure it's a deleted scene. Yeah. And Batman has an interaction with the Joker in Arkham. Yeah, I don't know why. I think he was maybe trying to figure out... Something with the Riddler. True I've man. never watched it, I never read about it, because it had to deal with before seeing the movie. Yeah. Um, but again, he's unestablished, he's not high profile. Maybe he is a good rendition of the Joker. It doesn't defend the fact that we went to the same well again. Yep. Yeah. Even if I saw Bane down the line again. Oh yeah. I'm actually excited because it looks like what we got was a little bit of a confirmation of possible venom. Being in this world.
0: You mean Two Face? Venom.
1: The ju- the the actual substance, Venom, that's in the Batman world that created Bane in the first place. That oh, green...
0: oh, that. Sorry, I was just like Venom. I was like, Venom's definitely part of Marvel, man. No, no I gotcha. The Venom for... because Ven- he basically yeah.
1: uses it as a, a yes. adrenaline shot in that yes. fight scene. Yes. And there's only like one real glowing green substance in the Batman world. Yeah. So, if it's Unintentional confirmation that that exists in this world. That's kind of cool. Too.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because if
1: we get that down the road, I trust it. Yeah, I've only seen him once or yeah, twice, but really once as a good character. <laughs> yeah, mix those two, you can yeah. get a pretty good fucking.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just you, don't you think you had would... the look
1: of it in Batman and Robin. Yeah, but you had the intellect in Dark oh, Knight right. Rises.
0: Yeah. And the you the, the realness of it, you know? yes. Yeah. So you throw
1: those together, you yeah. can create the perfect character for. Them. Yeah,
0: I just think you just you don't have to go crazy with it, like you know.
1: Point and you yeah. don't have to again. You
0: don't go have to make you him mean. fucking. You no. Know? no, no, no,
1: no. we right. Okay. Dumb it down. Yeah, but smarten him up.
0: Yeah. No, I fully agree, and like I said, I I'm tired of seeing the Joker. Could this be like a different interaction that we'll see in the future? Yeah, but I'm still kind of over it. Um. Again, I'd like to see a Two-Face or something. I know we want to kind of end on that because there was a... Uh,
1: so, yeah, the interesting part is when you're watching this movie, uh, there's a website that pops up um, that the Riddler uses, that they eventually find out that you can go to uh, mm. that helps the Batman. It was...
0: El um, Ratatat
1: or something? It was
0: yeah.
1: .com, Uh And you could do this... Before the movie came out.
0: Yeah. And you can still do it. I think things are still coming yes. out on it.
1: So the Riddler prompted you with three questions. You answer the Riddles correctly, and you get a 30-second uh, Wayne propaganda video. Mm. Cool. After the movie came out, uh, you were taken to a different screen, I believe has another link, that took you to what looked to be one of those cipher pictures. Yeah. Um, that was then figured out to say... You think I'm finished, but perhaps you don't know the full truth. Every ending is a new beginning. Something is coming. <clears throat> awesome. Yep. Give me more Riddler. I'll take it. <laughs> I agree. Um, don't know who or if he's teaming up with anybody. That's not to say. Yeah. It also takes you to this black screen with the green writing we saw them interacting with. And what would look like binary code yeah. or computer codes. So you have some files, Arkham, Arkham, Gotham, 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 with numbers corresponding that look like coordinates. Um these were all dates of first appearances being Batman. I believe Catwoman, Alfred Penguin, uh, maybe Falcone was in there. But cool little details. Yeah. Um, uh, some stories. The movie release date was on there. Uh, but then there's one that's ten nineteen seventy four. And that points back to an issue. Um, where the Two-Face has broken out of Blackgate Prison. Mm -hmm. And that's the only date on that list that came out with the Batman that made no sense to the movie. Right. So, Matt Reeves, and I gave a little bit of clarity to Andy, a little bit of hope that Matt Reeves did say that, yeah, the Joker's in there. If or when I want to go for that story, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But he said, definitely not in the plans for the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, and I and mean... I, and I trust him. Because yeah. now he knows, I think after this week of success, this is in his hands now. Yeah. Now this is like Kevin Feige taking the Marvel Universe and <laughs> walking around like an egg. I think Matt Reeves has this Batman universe in his hands that he has to watch like a golden egg here.
0: Agreed. No, and I I mean, to, um, since we're coming up to the end here, it would be cool to get another... Two face, but do it in the way of uh, like we see in the animated movies again, another intellectual, um, but who's psychotic, you know? It's oh, wow. just you know, part of half of them is like the normal, like intellectual, and the other half is this madman. Um, I would like to go down that route because I think they did a good job in uh, The Dark Knight. Um, Was not my favorite Two face portrayal? Um, I still no, love Tommy like, Lee Jones. I like how
1: he acted it out, though. Oh, yeah. Because he he only he just turned insane. Yeah, he just turned violently insane.
0: Right. But like, Tommy Lee Jones is, is like,
1: if he talks to you with that clean face, he talks clean and he acts yeah. clean. And then he'll turn his head. And all of a sudden, it's like, that's the yeah. personality yeah. you're
0: getting. And that's where I go, you mix the two, kind of like we were saying with Bane. Um, I think it would make a cool character. And I don't think Two-Face has been explored enough where he's like a pearls ass kind of thing.
1: Especially because Harvey Dent is, again, an integral part to the right. good side of Gotham trying to do the best right. and not be a dirty politician, not be yeah. a dirty lawyer, not you know take down those police officers, yeah. take down these big guys, which always has a target on him. Yeah. But he never cared because it's for the better of the people. Right. I really want to see that guy
0: oh, definitely. flip. Yeah. And like I said, or maybe we don't and we just get him where he was like uh, an attorney that was working with the Waynes, a young attorney coming up um, and had something happen to him to where then he turned. So he's already in prison, everything. It's just, again, we don't need to see him getting burned again or we don't have to see him go through that, that he's just there. Because if you watch these animated movies, they're just there. Right. And it works because you're like, I know enough about the character to get to where we're going. Just establish it. Just establish it.
1: Kind of like what we said when Daredevil and Kingpin come to, like, a Disney Plus show again. Or oh, something. yeah. Or, or a movie. It's like, yeah. cool. I know that guy. Yep. Let's move on. Right. I like that. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, man, I fucking, I'm glad we got to talk about this finally. Um, As if
1: I haven't talked about it enough. All I know.
0: <laughs> and we will probably keep talking about it. Uh, but otherwise, we got to we gotta wrap this up here. Uh, we love you guys. And then, buddy, I will see you next week. All
1: right, bud. Take care. We'll
0: see you.